0: Welcome to the Motivational Medium podcast. I'm Anne-Marie Lord, a psychic medium, author, and the founder of the Motivational Medium Academy. On this podcast, we'll explore intriguing topics such as mediumship, psychic abilities, and the amazing idea that we all have intuition within us. Whether you're a believer, skeptic, or somewhere in between, get ready to unlock your extraordinary potential as we discover the supernatural world together. If you want your questions featured on the show, be sure to join my tribe by subscribing to my newsletter at annemarielord.com. Let's go. Hi, on today's show, I wanted to talk to you about mediumship and how I believe it's a healing modality. Now, all my readings are private and confidential, So for today's show, I wanted to tell you a story about a reading that I did a few weeks ago, and I've already asked the family for permission to do this, and they have agreed. They said, yeah, I can. I've also changed some of the names that I'm going to use on the podcast, so there's no relaying back to who they are. So as I say, don't ever worry if you've been seeing me for a mediumship reading. All my readings are private and confidential. So let me tell you a little story about one of the readings that I had and why I feel that mediumship is a healing modality and how many years after someone has passed that the healing process can continue. So I wanted to tell you and begin this story with the morning. So I get up out of bed and I knew I had a full day of readings and all in my head, straight away, a song started playing. And you know what that's like? You know, if you've got a song on reel in your brain, it just goes on and on and on and on in your mind. And this song was Daniel, my brother. Now, I could hear this song and I was Daniel, my brother. And I was going off and getting me showered and it's playing again in my head and it's playing again in my head. So I goes off, gets changed and goes down to my office and gets to work. Anyway, the first lady that I seen, everything was, you know, the reading was really good and everything went great. And still this song was playing in and out and in and out of my mind all morning. And then the next lady came to see me, a beautiful lady, and she would never done any mediumship before. And I was explaining to her how this worked and, you know, what I feel and what I see and whatever I get, I will give to her and we figure out What's going on and who we've got. Anyway, I just said to her in my head over and over and over, I keep hearing this song, Daniel, my brother. And she looked at me quite strangely, quite shocked, actually. So I said, Does that song mean anything to you? And she said, Yeah, it does. Anyway, I said, Okay, don't tell me and let's see what happened. So we go through the reading and um, I brought some people through for her. And then as we were doing the reading, All of a sudden, I seen this young little boy and he was running around my room. In my mind's eye, I could see him and he's running around his room and he's dragging this lady with him. He's got hold of this lady's hand really tight and he's running around and running around. Beautiful little boy, only around the age of four. And I said, oh, hello, who are you? And he said, my name's Daniel. And I was like, okay, makes sense. That's the song. And then I was relaying this information back to the client that I was reading for and he said to me he was trying to show me what had happened but he wasn't too sure what had happened himself and this was many many years ago it was over 20 odd years ago and it was in a totally different country than Australia where I live at the moment so he's running around this room and he's chatting away to me and then he was a real firecracker he was into everything And he said, I was playing, I was playing, I was playing, and then it stopped. And I said, Okay. So I relayed this message back. I said, He said he was playing and playing and he was having lots of fun, and then it stopped. And then I said, He showed me this white bandage across the top of his head and down one side. And she's just looking and she's nodding away, nodding away. And he's saying to me, I didn't feel anything. My nan came and took me. And as he showed me his nan, he showed me his nan was connected to his mum. And I asked the lady, and I said, "You know, he's showing me he's always been with his nan. I said, so his mum's mum would have passed before he did?" And she said, "No, I don't think that's correct." And I said, "Oh, okay." I said, "Well, and I felt quite strong about that, because he's showing me this lady whose hand he's got hold of, and who's really lovely lady, and, you know, it's definitely his nan, and it's definitely belonging to his mum's side." So she said, I'll find that out because she was a cousin of Daniel. So as I said to you before, I asked about, um, could I relay this information? And they said, yeah, the family said, yeah. And I also said that I would change some of the names, but could I keep Daniel because of the song and because how it relates to him? And they agreed to that too. So getting back to this reading. So she was thinking, no, that's not correct. I think his nan was still alive. I said, okay. So then he started telling me other things and he said, you know, I'm really happy and I'm fine and I didn't feel a thing and my nan was there and I was having so much fun and then it stopped and then I seen my nan. So he was very calm, but quite excited about doing this. And then he talked about always being around his mum and i relayed this information back with some validation like names and dates and stuff like that anyway he said to me he was brought home and put in the bed and i was thinking okay back in liverpool when someone passes away we bring them home to the house where we have them laid out in a room in the coffin and we all say prayers and celebrate the life until the day of the funeral And it's a very rare thing, and I didn't quite get that. He was showing me that, and I'm thinking, well, that's just something that we do. Anyway, I I relayed this information to the lady. I said, he said he was never on his own, and he, he had lots of people around him, and he could see lots of people around his bed, and he was happy. Anyway, she told me that when this had happened in her culture, they actually bring the body home. And he was brought home and he was actually placed within his bed and he wasn't ever left on his own. So this was massive validation. This poor little boy was in an accident. It was Christmas time and he went to see this pageant in his country. And unfortunately, he was, as he showed me, he was into everything and he was playing and he was running around. And unfortunately, he got run over which was horrendous for his family and, you know, the people that were around him and the people that seen this. But he never felt anything and he doesn't remember. He did not remember any of this, which brought great comfort to his family member that was in the room at the time. So I wanted to relay all this information and make sure he was telling me, make sure it gets back to my mum, tell my mum I'm with Nan. And he kept holding this lady's name. Absolute beautiful little boy. So a few days later, I relayed all this information. And a few days later, I got an email back from the lady that came to see me saying that she'd relayed the information of Daniel. And it brought great comfort and closure to his mom and his family. And this was so many years down the line. And what she did say is, yet my mum was in spirit before Daniel had passed. So when I'd said, and I was quite adamant about the fact that he was with his nan on his mum's side, it was actually true because he was with her and he'd never, ever been on his own. So this made me feel an absolute privilege for one to be able to do this. And bring this beautiful, lovely little boy through with messages of healing to his mum, his family, his cousins, everybody that was involved, his aunties and uncles, everybody that was involved with his passing. And as often, as we would have all thought over the time, you know, did he feel anything? Was he okay where he was? And through mediumship, we were able to relay that message and get that message back to his mum, who doesn't live in this country. So it crossed not only time, it crossed space and ocean. And it brought massive comfort to this family. People actually ask me why I do this job. It's an absolute privilege and a blessing. I'm not here to convince people to speak in the afterlife. I honestly believe that we'll all discover that one day ourselves when we get there. However, my job is to bring peace through grief and by doing this and this story of this beautiful young boy, Daniel, then that was able to happen with his family. And just a little heads up, he was so clever. He knew his family was coming to see me that day. He knew the messages would get back to his mum. And the song that I heard as soon as I opened my eyes, obviously Daniel, my brother, Was massively poignant. However, what she did tell me afterwards was this was the song that was played at his funeral. And he was an absolute diamond to read for him and his family and his nan. And as I say, mediumship can bring closure to people, it can bring peace. And that's the reason why I believe all mediums work within that field. Now, I posted a poem and I just want to read this poem to you and it's about grief. So today I've decided not to do any of the one questions. I wanted to honor this and dedicate this podcast to Daniel and to all his family and to anyone out there that is drowning in grief or really struggling. Please know that your loved ones, if they have passed in a traumatic way, What I always get shown is that they don't see that and they don't feel that. They're beautiful guardian angels and their loved ones in spirit. They come and collect them before this incident has happened for the people that have passed over straight away. So please know that your loved ones have not suffered and they are finding peace with their loved ones in the afterlife and they will definitely try to get you messages I talk about signs all the time. This was a huge sign. Daniel, my brother, was a huge sign from Daniel to me to relay to his family, to give to his mum and his mum found great peace in this. So I want to read you a poem today as I'm not doing the one question readings that'll come again in the next episode. But this poem was written, it's called You're the Ghost and it was written by Donna Ashworth. There's a part of the grieving process where your soul kind of leaves your body too, as though it's off searching for the one you lost, somewhere in the ether. You walk around, doing all the right things, putting one foot in front of the other, living. But it's really as though you're the ghost. Perhaps you are, Perhaps your soul searches until you find the one you miss, and they tell you to go back and live. So when the numbness passes, brave one, maybe it's time to do what you are told. Go back and live twice as hard. You don't belong there in the ether, nor do you need to search for the one you lost. They will find you. And when they do, you'll feel it. I absolutely love that poem and it's so right and talks to any of us that have ever gone through debilitating grief. My friends, I'm leaving you today with Daniel's story. It's been an absolute pleasure to relay this and I absolutely love the job that I get to do. My work is for spirit is for you guys. Thank you Take for tuning in. And I hope you the enjoyed this show. Day. It's important to note that while I'm here to inspire, encourage and guide you, I'm not a psychologist, psychiatrist or a doctor. Join me again in two weeks for more captivating revelations on the supernatural. Remember to be in with a chance to have your questions answered on the podcast. Subscribe to my newsletter at amrelord.com. Stay in the tribe to vibe. I appreciate you guys. See you next time.